Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-S-M.com. And this and this is K-Donkey's Spirit Soul and Body Series. We just want to thank you for today. We thank you for joining with us today. 
And our program for today is the prince of this world is just. Hallelujah. And every Wednesday at 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as God's permission, we are always here. And I want to encourage you to always join with us. And please, use this number if you want to join with us, one six four six 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 eight two four one three, Or you join us online at KEIFM. Hallelujah. We just thank you for today. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Now, as usual, let's go ahead and... Um, pray and uh, continue from there. Father, we just want to thank you for today. We thank you for your presence and most especially thank you that you are the Lord of Lords, you are the King of Kings. The earth is yours and the fullness thereof. We thank you for ushering us so this brand new year, 2018, everything is new in your in your time. And in your time, we have a new life, new hope, new worship, new strength, new vigor. And we thank you for giving us the strength to seek you more this year and commit our listeners into your hands today. Reach out to them, O oh God. Feed their heart that they love you than ever before. And they love one another than ever before. And they be there for one another than ever before. We bless you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you. We thank you. We worship you. Father, we cannot do without you. Be in our midst today. In the name of Jesus. I believe where two or three are gathered, you are there. We know you are, I'm not alone today because you are with us. We thank you, O oh God, for your honor. Thank you, O oh God, for your power. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and who is to come. We thank you in the name of Jesus. All honor, all power, all worship belongs to you because you created the earth and all things belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Come in the program before you today. Have your way. Let your way be done. Let your purpose stand in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 <clears throat> well, today is um, the 3rd of January. And on this note, we want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you, my dear brothers, my dear sister. We hope that you have ushered in into this brand new year and you are there with Christ and you are there with the Holy Spirit and you are there with the Father in the name of Jesus. Be strong in the grace and the knowledge he has given to you. And let us seek him on this year. This year will be a year of challenges. And challenges come in different manners different way, different circumstances. So it's not going to be very easy. So it means we have to seek him on. We have to be on our knees. We have to pray. We have to allow God to fill us 
the more. We have to allow God to take away things which will not bless him and let God give him his attributes and him give us his love, his joy, his peace, his long-suffering, his goodness, his kindness, his faithfulness, his gentleness, and self-control. Hallelujah. We are praying for you, my dear brothers, my dear sisters, and I believe you are also praying for us too in the name of Jesus. You know, distance is not a barrier to the voice of power of God. And I hope you have a great Christmas too and, and that you celebrated it well to the glory of God. Now that we are in the new year, you will also have to celebrate it and usher in with your brothers, with your sister, and with your neighbor as well. So today, in a way, I have chosen to let us know that the prince of this world is already judged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The prince of this world is already judged. You see, many of the things that come to us is coming to us from the source. See, the battle we fight is from one source. You see, um, I might be fighting uh, sickness. Uh, somebody is listening might be fighting uh, lack. Another might be fighting in marriage. Another might be fighting uh, just naming cancer or whatever, right? Uh, it's, but the source of all this is one, it's Satan. And he has called it the prince of this world. And he has already been judged, you see? Most often we don't know if this guy has been judged. But this guy is a convict. He has been convicted. You see? And he's going all over the world. As the Bible says he's a roaring lion. You see, going all over. You see, cause havoc, trying to uh, cause destruction, trying to uh, uh, lure people trying to deceive people, all kinds of evil manner, all kinds of deceit, all kinds of failure, uh, infiltrating into the heart of man, uh, uh, involving himself in the kingdom principles. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a prince, right? Can you imagine that? It, it means that it belongs to the category of the of the kingdom, you see? Uh, it's just uh, unbelievable. You see, you know, when you are a prince, <clears throat> you you are in rank. Uh, it's, it's like you are a ruler. You see, some other tests say it's a ruler. So, uh, uh, it's a ruler. Uh, uh, for example, um, the Greek word means Akon is a chief or ruler or magistrate. You see, so it's a thief. He stole this from uh, from us. I I will go over it shortly. Stole it from us. Stole it from you and me. You see, so he's a thief, and yet he's 
roaring all over, going all over everywhere, causing destruction, and lying that he owns the world. You see, how can you own the world? You did not create the world. The world was created by God. So how can you own what you did not create? You did not even buy it. You say you own it. You say you are the ruler. And even uh, uh, it was even testing Jesus after he had prayed for 40 days, I mean, uh, fasted for 40 days and 49. Uh, in, in, in the book of Matthew chapter 4, you will see there, you will see how he tried to deceive the, the creator of the universe, trying to tell him that he owns it and that if you buy before me, I will give it to you. Can you imagine that? What you don't own by virtue of some mistake, some deceit somewhere, you, you became having a superficial control over something. You are not saying that you own it. And you are now trying to hand over that thing to the one who created it. See? It's so sad. Very sad. You see? So, and we know that it's a deceiver. And we must not follow a deceiver. We must not follow somebody who is a convict. He's been judged. Okay? You see, say the prince of this world is already judged. Okay? So, <clears throat> let me not go ahead of myself. The proof test for this uh, topic for today is taken from the book of John, chapter 15, verse 11. Go over that. John chapter 15, verse 11, okay? I'm going to read from uh, uh, John chapter 15, verse 11. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I'm reading from uh, King James Version. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. In your spare time, please read from uh, from verse 1 down, okay? Read from verse 1 down. So, of judgment, because the prince of this world is yours. Hallelujah. You see? Now, Jesus, in his own time, was talking. And he's been talking about... Uh, the true vine talks about love and joy perfected. And even before then, he, he said in John chapter 14, verse 30, he said, I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is wrong, is coming, and he has nothing in me. <laughs> you see that? He said, the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. And that is John 14, 30. You see? So, he left that and he began to teach. Then he began to, and in chapter 15, he began to talk about the works of the Spirit. And when he talks about the works of the Spirit, <clears throat> he began to talk about the advantage, the benefit of his departure. You know, he was going to leave so he began to talk about the benefit of him leaving, the benefit of his departure. So when Jesus left, the believers will have the provision of the Holy Spirit. 
they will have the potential of the full joy. And they will also have the possibility of a fuller knowledge. And they will have the privilege of peace. Hallelujah. And that is going to come when he will send him the Holy Spirit who will be our helper. See? And he will come to us. See? So he's going to send him to us. See? That was what he was saying. Then he began to speak. Let's read from uh, from verse 8 now. And when he has come, he will convey the word of sin and of righteousness and of judgment and of sin. That is uh, verse 9 of sin because they do not believe in me. Verse 10 of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Verse 11, which is our proof test of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Hallelujah. See, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. You know, judgment, you see, is to have justice. To have justice. God is a God of justice. That is following what the divine law. You see, in this way, you will have a court, you will have a case brought before the court, and they will have an opportunity for you to talk. You will have your attorney. There will be deliberation. And then there will be judgment meet out to the accuser. And then there will be a decision. And the decision was that he is uh, judged to be uh, uh, go to hell fire. So there is an accusation, there's a condemnation, uh, judgment given to what? Hallelujah. So one of the things we need to know is that God loves justice. God loves what? Justice. God is a God of justice. In fact, God is justice. See, in Genesis chapter 18, verse 9, it says, For I, Genesis chapter 18, verse 19 says, For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the law to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. You see, so it's justice. <clears throat> does God provide judgment or, or does the Almighty provide justice? No. You see, he does not provide justice. You see, it's, uh, uh, in, in, in uh, Proverbs chapter 21, Verse 3 says, to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the law than sacrifice. To do what? Justice and judgment is more acceptable to the law than justice. I mean, than sacrifice. As you are going to try to 
bring sacrifice, bring all the money, bring this, bring that. But in terms of justice, in terms of judgment, you are lacking. It's being perverted. You see? It's not to the honest and the precept of the law. You know, you follow law. You follow the, the, the set down rules and regulations. But it's been perverted. You are now trying to bribe on law. It is, God does not accept that. You see, if he has said that, the world will be chaos because he himself obeyed his law. He is accountable to what? His own law. And he obeyed his law. And all the stars, the moon, the earth, everything obeys God's law. Everything works by law. And that is why everything is on time. Nothing fails. Everything works perfectly because all of them are obedient to the law. So to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the law than sacrifice. You see? So we have to follow what? Justice and judgment. And that is what God is holding onto us to follow. Not to provide justice, not to accept bribes, not to uh, uh, do what is not acceptable to him. Hallelujah. You see? So you see Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7. I think most of us heard of this verse a couple of weeks ago. Maybe uh, last, maybe uh, December 25th, it was all preached in most churches. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7. He said, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. From henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You see, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hallelujah. You see, there shall be no end upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it. With what? With judgment and with justice. He will always establish it with what? Judgment and with justice. So God loves judgment and God loves justice. He's the God of justice. Justice. Everything rests on his judgment. No, the whole world is going to be judged. Where the people of uh, the, 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 we are going to be judged at the end of all we have done on this world, whether good or bad, we all be giving certain judgment. You did this, you did that, you failed to do this, you failed to do this. This is the way you were talking. This is the way you were not talking. You know, the scripture says, whatever we say, all that we have uttered in our mind, we are going to give an account of it. Everything we have said, we are going to give an account of it. So there is going to be an accounting process when we arrive. There will be uh, a file open where everything will be tallied. Did you do this or you didn't do this? But it's here. It's documented here. It's, it's here. You see, 
you know, whatever we are inventing, you know, the invention today, they are the source is from the law. So he has the perfect invention. So whatever we are saying will be recorded. You see? We have voice recognition today, but the voice recognition is from him. Remember when he was telling Moses to speak to the rock? And Moses kind of said, okay, let me hit it. You see, that's voice recognition. It's what we have today when we speak to all manner of technology and the, you call it Siri or whatever, Alex or whatever. Those are voice recognition. It's all source. The source is from God, the author and creator of the universe. Everything has been created. We are just getting ideas from him here and there, and we are putting it into manifestation. Hallelujah. You see, so it's to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth ever forever. It is the of the Lord of hosts who perform this. You see, so when we to him with justice, we come to him with judgment, not with sacrifice. You see, he said, to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the law than sacrifice. First of all, we have to do justice and judgment. And if that is now acceptable, then you can then come with sacrifice. Not saying you don't do sacrifice. But when you put two together, he's saying, this is what I love more than what sacrifice. Hallelujah. I hope we understand that. Okay? I hope we do that. We we will do that. Hallelujah. Now, we also uh, talked about judged. You know, I already explained that. You see, you know, you know when, when I uh, talked about that, <clears throat> I, I said, uh, yeah, convict is being judged. And to judge means the case was decided in a court. A verdict was given to Satan in court as guilty. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see that as what? Guilty. So it's it been judged. Judgment has been passed on to him. So why would we follow someone who is being uh, convicted? He's been judged. He's now trying to prove to the world that he is in charge. He is free. And, and I can tell you when you ask the vast majority of Christians, they will not even know that Satan has been convicted or is being judged. They will not know. I'm sorry to say that majority of Christians will not know that he's a convict. He's been defeated. He's been judged. Just waiting for the time when he is going to be given to uh, his repentance. Uh, He's been judged. Judgment has been passed down. See? So it's for us now to take this opportunity to put ourselves right and not join in with somebody who is a convict. And that is why it's so vicious. So vicious. Why? Because he knows his destination. His destination is hellfire. There's no uh, uh, place anymore. There's no uh, 
can can we make an amen? Can can we do this? You know, we, we are so grateful to God that with Jesus Christ, we can always make amen to the Holy Spirit by faith when we come to Him and we ask for God's mercy. We ask, Lord, I'm a sinner. Uh, I have seen, I have done this. Please forgive me. Uh, I continue be my Lord, my Savior. I will pray all this sort of prayers and we ask God for forgiveness. But Satan is a done deal. It's concluded. It's a done. It's a convict. There's no other alternative for him. You see? So why should we be following somebody who is in this category and yet many of us realize that this is the case of Satan. And what he brings to us, try to bring to us something that will lure us to his kingdom, something that is shining, something that is sweet, something that looks at appeasing, something that looks good, something that is like temporary, something that will fill your heart, temporary, make you happy like temporary, make you have peace like temporary, just like that, shining and all that, with a little time, you see that you, 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 after you've done that, you, you start regretting. Start to, start to ask yourself, did I do that? Yeah, you did it. You, just, you did it. You didn't realize you did it. Yeah, you did it. Why? Because you were not yourself. Because you were empowered by who? Satan and his host. So it's, it's a weary lion. It's roaring all over, trying to trick, right? trying to lie. You know, he's a liar, and he's uh, the chief liar. And when he speaks, he speaks from where? His own resources of lie. He has a, a container where he put all lies. It, it, it's, it's a big container where all lies are kept. So when he speaks, he takes from there and speaks. takes from there and speaks. He does not speak truth. And he blinds the people. That is Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Was, he tell, he blinds the people from knowing the truth. They, they don't, the God of this earth has blinded them, so they don't know the truth. So the God, uh, the Satan has blinded the eyes of certain people that they are not able to uh, discern that this is where I'm going. This is the destination. They, they don't know. So it's, it's there to lie to us. And he knows that when we know the truth, we will be set free. So he will not allow the truth to be seen. And when somebody comes with the truth, he will make you to reject that person. So you will instantly see a rejection on that person. He might even call the police on you that you are here to uh, harass him or her, uh, form all kinds of lies with you, with the people that uh, you are here to uh, deceive him or this and that, forming trouble, call police and all that. Or it's all sorts of what they can, so that you will not receive the truth. Because when you receive the truth, the truth will set you free. It is the truth that will set us free. 
nothing else. The truth of God, the knowledge of God, the true God, it is that that will set us free. Nothing else that will set us free. There's no amount of any other thing that will set us free. There's no alternative of any other thing that will set us free. It is just the truth of God that will set us free in the name of Jesus. And the scripture says that when you receive the truth, the truth will set us free. And he who is set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Hmm? Very amazing. And yet, many of us have no knowledge that this guy is a convict. He's been defeated. You see, he's running with his heart energy. And it's appearing to be that he is in charge. He's uh, not in charge. He appears that he's in charge, but God is in charge. Hallelujah. Amen. And are you not excited? I'm excited. Hallelujah. Because God is in control. Amen. 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 And I just want to um, encourage each one now, whatever situation that we manifest, I just want you to know that God is in charge. In the name of Jesus, God is in charge. We are not to lose hope. We are not to be discouraged. But we have to be strong. He said, "Be strong and and, and be of and, and be encouraged. Be strong in the name of Jesus. You just have to seek Him. You just have to take what God has given to us. We have to run with it, and we have to seek Him, and we have to uh, accept Him into our heart, and we have to continue to." Love him and pray and seek the face of God and let his will be done in our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. You see? So, So, you know, the truth is always difficult to resist. Sometimes we often say it is bitter. So the truth is always a difficult thing for us to what? Receive. You see? So we thank God for what the Lord is doing in our life. Sometimes the, the, the truth is very what? Bitter. <laughs> what? Bitter. That is the what? The truth. The truth is that it's always what? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So one of the things I like to say uh, um, before I talk about this verse, that is, excuse me, this verse level is uh, I want to talk about how did Satan became the God of this world? How? Having that question come into your heart, how did he became the God of this world? See? How did he became the God of this world? Satan is the God of this world. Of this world. He showed what he owns 
Excuse me. Satan, we know that. That's what the scriptures say. That Satan is the God of this world. And you find that in Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. And also, even Jesus himself said it in John chapter 12, verse 31. That, that, uh, let me read that one, okay? John 12, 31, okay? Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Let me read John. You can read John. You can read John 12, 31. But I want to read John 14, okay? John 14, 30, okay? John 14, 30 says, It says, I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming. <laughs> the ruler of this world is coming. And he has no power in me. You see? He has no what? He has nothing in me. You see? So let me read that one. It's John uh, 12, 30. Okay? Uh, sorry, John 12, 31. Let's see. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. You see? <laughs> he will be cast out. He is going to be cast out. We know that also in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. You know, when he said the prince of this world, the spirit who now, uh, uh, let me read it. The spirit who now what? Fail in the sons of the disobedience. And you he made alive. I'm reading from verse one. He said, You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the of the power of the air. The spirit who now walks in the sons of the disobedience. You see? So you can see that we have so many verses to ascertain the Father, Satan, is the God of this world. So we have seven Corinthians chapter four, verse four. We have John chapter twelve, verse one. We have John chapter fourteen, verse thirty. We have Ephesians chapter two, verse two. There might be others as well. Okay? It's just the one I have here, critical ones. So he showed what he owns. That is, Satan showed what he owns. Why can't he Jesus saying, I will give you the kingdoms of the world if you bow down and worship me? You know, like I said before, Matthew chapter 8, verse 8 to 9. And, and the word of God said in Psalm 24, verse 1, that the earth is God and the and the and uh, the fullness thereof, everything that is there is all God's. The earth is the law and the fullness thereof, the things that are in in it. For He finally upon the sea and upon the earth. Okay, let's read it. Well, Psalm twenty-four, verse one. Okay. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We we'll give you praise. Psalm verses 24, verse 1. He said, The earth is the Lord and all its fullness. Okay. I'm reading from this King James Version. Let's see what King James Version says. That is uh, Psalms 24. Okay. It says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. The world and they that dwell therein. Hallelujah. The earth is what? The Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. And Satan is saying is the God of this world. So you can see a kind of uh, conflict of interest. You know, when you are trying to get a job and try to ask you, do you, is there any conflict of interest? Is there any other place where you have worked, where you do similar stuff? Or is there anything that we need to know? So conflict of interest between God and Satan. You see, you can see the battle. You see, so God is in charge. It's not him that is in charge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a roaring lion trying to cause deception. Okay. Now, dominion was given to us. The dominion was given to what? Man. You see? Dominion was what? Given to what? Man. You see? So, I hope we we realize that that dominion was given to us in in, in uh, uh, dominion means is 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 uh is to have uh to subjugate that is to to subjugate to uh dominion to make to rule over to rule over. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our own, in our own, in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. See, over every creepy thing and over the earth. So Genesis chapter one twenty six clearly mandated us to be the God of this earth. Now you see that. You see? So I uh, uh, you know when when God when how when when God created the world in Genesis chapter one verse one before then, the world was in chaos. It was in disorder. Now, God is now trying to bring order to what was chaos. So, and that was now the creation of the world. So, it's like something that was that was created before, then was in disorder. Now, God is now trying to bring order and it 
a matter to creating the world. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, we see that. So at that time, the world was in God's dominion. You see? So after he made man, he gave the dominion to man. You see, you have no any other person to give the dominion to. So he handed, handed over dominion to us. You see? So he, he, he didn't say that he, he was sharing the dominion with us. He clearly relinquished the idea of the dominion as to rule over the earth to man, to us, to you and me. You see? So when he gave it to, to us, it belongs to us and not to God anymore. You see? So God cannot just go and take it back. Like some of us can just go and say, okay, I'll give it to you and I'll take it back. No, God respects authority. God respects his law. So when he gives it to you, it means you are now in charge. Okay? So, because for the gift and calling of God are without repentance. So when he gives, he gives. Hallelujah. So what does that mean then? <clears throat> means then that uh, if Satan was in the world, we also had dominion over him. And he did not like that. You see? So if he was in the world, it means we also have dominion over him. You see? He did not like that. So now he initiated a kind of tactics to deceive the first people on the earth, Adam and Eve. So God said in the day that we eat of that tree, that is Genesis chapter 2 verse 17, and that is the day we will surely die. And there was a, a, a kind of deceit there. You see? So, you know, whoever commits sin, you know, you know, in, in in Romans chapter six verse sixteen, the the word of God says that if we if you know that you become, you say don't you know that you become a slave to whoever you obey? If you obey sin, you are a slave to sin, and you will die. If you obey God, then you will gain righteousness. Hallelujah. So whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. John chapter 8, verse 34. Satan is the father of lust. He's the father of murder, lying, deceit, and all kinds of sin. Therefore, sin. He is the father of every disobedient person. And disobedience is lawlessness. And all lawlessness is sin. Since Satan is the father of sin, and since whoever sin is a slave to sin, so it is safe to say that uh, whoever sin is a slave of Satan. That is why man became a slave and death of the Satan. When we obey by agreeing with the snake in the garden, and the very dominion that man had was transferred to Satan. Again, the very dominion that man had was transferred to who? Satan. And that is why we have it with Satan. 
Hallelujah. The very dominion that we had was what? Transferred to Satan. Satan is a thief and he's a liar. He gained the dominion through what? Deceit. You can see how he tricked our forefathers. He tricked them and he lied. See? So Satan used the snake by tricking the thing that since it was the wisest of the animal, it could be perhaps greater or equal to a man if he could convince him to disobey God by eating from the fruit of the forbidden tree. So in doing so, Satan tricked the woman and man into thinking that they would be perhaps greater or equal to God. You see? And, and what happened then? It's the Satan who was under the man rose over the man. You see, Satan who was what under us now rose over us and received what his dominion. You see, the snake who wanted to be above the man was caused to be lower than any living thing by crawling on his belly. And, and notice this the dominion was not taken away from him. The dominion still stayed. See? So the woman was put under the wall, under the man. And the man who wanted to be equal or greater than God would die and go back to the earth. And that was caused from that moment. And that has, that, that, that has been how we have come from then to this time. Hallelujah. Now, take your moment and read from Time will not permit me to read all this from Genesis chapter 3. Read from uh, verse 1 until 19. So you will see all that I'm, see, I'm saying. And you can take your time, please. Read uh, uh, from verse, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to uh, 26. Okay? And read and, read and try to uh, equip yourself with the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to give you praise. We thank you for today. We worship you. We adore you. We thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory. We thank you for your honor. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for you are in charge. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just want to, uh, because time is running out, I just want to end at that point. As God lives by next week, I should be able to uh, be able to continue with that. Okay, so. So God's will will continue from there next week. Hallelujah. But I just want to take this opportunity to invite a couple of our friends, a couple of those who want to dedicate themselves to the Lord right now. And if today is your first day that you are turning to this channel, I just want to thank you for coming in. I want to appreciate you you are on target. You are, you are right on time. 
want to let you know that God is a good God. I want you to know that you don't know him. Today is the day. Let us not take it postponing to any other day. Today is the day of what? Salvation. Let us accept him. Let us come to him. Let us appreciate him. Let us love him. In the name of Jesus. See, the word of God says in uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 8. He said, but what does it say? The word is in you, in your mouth, and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it is a heart, it's a heart uh, business. So you have to mean it in your heart. You have to believe it, believe it, believe it, and you have to mean it. Just like you eat, you know, when you are going to eat, you have you have made a decision in your heart that you are going to eat, like you are going to drink, you make a decision in your heart, you are going to drink, and you drink with all joy, you drink with all fullness, you drink with all desire and happiness, and you feel relaxed and feel nourished, right? So the same being, let's accept the mm-hmm. Lord our Savior, who gives all this. He gives all this food, this water. So let's accept him into our heart in the same way, with love and affection. Because why will we get sinner? Christ died for us. He died. He took all our sin, took all our failure, all our lack, all our deceit all our inadequacy, all our uh, shame, uh, everything, every sickness, cancer, arthritis, uh, uh, all and all, heart disease and all, he took it and he nailed it on the cross. And he died and the dead are supposed to die. He died. Hallelujah. So when we say it's no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live today is through Christ Jesus, who loved me and gave his life for me. So he gave his life for you and me. So it's no longer I we are living, but we are living Christ because he died for us. Hallelujah. So let's receive him now. And I want you to know that the Lord is interested in you. Does not care where you come from. Does not care where uh, your geography, whatever we have done, whatever we have not done. God is interested in everybody. See, God is no respecter of persons. And we cannot buy this grace. We cannot buy... uh, uh, he, the, the, the forgiveness we cannot buy it with anything the grace is just given to us as a gift we cannot buy it hallelujah let's receive him today let's appreciate him today let's love him today so pray after me 
Father, we just want to thank you for today. Oh, Lord of Lord, King of Kings, the first and the last, the bright and the morning star. Jehovah, we worship you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you. You sent Jesus to die for us. We thank you, O oh God, that you died on the cross. Father, without come to you, we are sinners. We have done all forms of, of things that we are not right. Now we come to you. Father, accept also, God, our forgiveness. Accept also, God. Father, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask for your mercy. We thank you for your blood that you shed for me. Thank you, O God. Make us a China of blessing. Make us a China of you, O God. We are able to be your mouthpiece. Our abstract, your abstract hands to reach out to the weak, to the widows, to the orphans, to the needy. In the name of Jesus. Father, today we, we start to be your child, your children. Uh, we, 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 we give our heart to you, O God. And we give our life to you, O God. Come into our life, our heart today. Be the Lord and Savior of us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Father, be our Lord and our Savior, our Master, our Protector. In the name of Jesus. We commit ourselves before you, O God. Father, have your way. May your way be done. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you pray that prayer, and I believe that you have been welcomed into the kingdom and family of God. And I just want to use this opportunity to welcome you to the family and the kingdom of the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we thank you for taking that bold decision to approach him right now and give your life to him in the name of Jesus. And I want to uh, uh, let you know that you will not regret it. Know your heart. God will continue to fill your heart. God will continue to use you. God will continue to bless you. Reach out to him today and be with him. In the name of Jesus. Father, I just want to thank you for this beautiful, brand new children of yours. Thank you, O oh God. You have made them to come to you. There's none that come to you if your Holy Spirit has not touched their heart to come to you. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, O oh God. You have equipped them. You have brought them to you. And we know that you will keep them. And the evil one, the ruler, will not take them away from you. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Father. We give you glory. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we just rejoice in the grace and the power that the Lord has given to us today. We give you all the glory, Father. We bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Remember, we love you and God loves you. So we'll see you next week. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen.